Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host as always, Peter, and joined this week by Donny. How are you, Donny? I'm very well, thank you. Not too bad. And the returning Tom, how are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm okay, I'm okay. Right, we will get stuck into the and stuff. We'll go through the game week. As I tweeted last night, the Fantasy Football Scotland Royal Rumble will be shutting tonight because I need to get updated the rules of groups before I go on holiday on Friday, so... I think I'll sort it, but I'm sure it tonight. And you've got, I think I've got three or four spaces left. The way I might work it to be quite even. So if you listen to this podcast, DM me or reply to the tweet you get in. Otherwise, your luck is out. So we'll go to our own league. If I can find it for the top three. I don't think there's any change. No, there is change. So number one is still myself. 1109 overall. Second, uh, up to second is. Mendy Haggath, Clarkin H96, and third is Bongos FPL, and that's Judina Hamid. Sorry for pronunciation, he's up to third 1089. So, what is your scoring rank this week? I believe, Dom, you're third now, so you can go first. I am indeed, yes. Uh, I made a rookie mistake this week. I, I made my changes on Saturday and I forgot to update my vice captain, so I lost out on points there. So it was 72 points minus four for my transfers was 68. So I had him and goals for seven, Captain Tav 26, Gordon 2, Brown 2, Palmer 2, Armstrong 8, Riley 8, O'Hara 2, Kelly 2, Seema 12 and Kyogo on the vice-captain for 1. So it gave me a red arrow. I had been 93rd. I am down 44 to 137. 1042 overall. Okay, Tom, same yourself. Um, So I've got 84 points this week and I've climbed rank up to 134th. Um, Points came from... I had Clark and goals with 1 point. Uh, Brown for two, Captain Tav for 26, Tanza got me nine, and, and Daba got me three. Midfield, Palmer for two, Armstrong for eight, O'Reilly for eight. Uh, Vice Captain Seema got me 17, Miofsky got me six, and Simon Murray got me two. 
Okay, myself is 81 points, a minus four, so 77. Lead long goals for one, Brown two, Captain Tav 26, Tanzer six, Palmer two, O'Reilly eight, Tavares three, Cantwell one, which is really annoying because I watched extended highlights of that game and I think Cantwell done anything but score and get a goal cut off. Yeah. Vice Captain Seema 17, O two, and Beeriff 10 points. So that is me down one place to seven, but shan't complain after taking a hat. Right, Tom, the results for the game week were as follows, and I'll let you go through it. We had St. Mirren 2, Ross County 0, Rangers 3, Dundee 1, Motherwell 1, St. Johnson 1, Livingston 0, Hibs 1, Aberdeen 2, Hearts 1, and Kilmarnock 2, Celtic 1. Yep, so up first, Aberdeen 2, Hearts 1. Uh, for Aberdeen, it was Miofsky that scored with an assist from McGrath, and the second goal was scored by Claxon with an assist from Duke. For Hearts, it was Shanklin that scored with an assist from Cochran. Um, Miofsky was the only player to get more than a single shot on target with two. Um, despite what you guys said last pod, I do think he was due. <laughs> um, it's um, for 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 this particular fixture, it's all the Aberdeen players that have been popular fantasy options in the past. Um, I think perhaps Aberdeen are at a court crossroads now. The, the manager. Um, his coat's on a shaky peg and it's kind of make or break time so if you're gambling on Aberdeen to sort of turn a corner then now would be the time they've got a decent fixture run of Livingston, Dundee, Motherwell, St Mirren uh, Ross County and then their double is St Johnston and Hearts which isn't too bad considering that they, they beat Hearts in this fixture here um, it's a nice run on paper um, I probably wouldn't advocate going daft in Aberdeen because um, you know previous form's not been great um, triple up certainly wouldn't be advised but uh, perhaps something to keep an eye on for now. In terms of Hearts um, the only out two f- field players worth considering in my opinion um, are the two that returned this week Shanklin's on decent form um, despite being in the middle of a tough fixture run. Um, Hearts do have Celtic next but that may not be very difficult given their form and Cochran, um, he offers clean sheets but he also chips in with attacking returns, mostly assists now and again and uh, he's someone that's on my watch list just now. So I'll come to you first, Peter. Any players on your watch list from this fixture? The two I noted down exactly you mentioned, Shanklin for up top and Cochran at the back is two players that uh, are quickly on the radar. I agreed. I don't think Aberdeen is... I think there might be a change of manager after this weekend. So um, not one to go in. I think we're going to go in probably Gomayovsky. He's the one that's like talismanic striker. But I think I don't see them doing well in the final and I think that's when they'll cut their losses with Robson and maybe bring in a more experienced manager and then you might be able to get value for them almost but as it stands around the names we keep always mentioning Moyoski for Aberdeen I'd like Clarkson to be more I know he's was involved this game week it was good for me last season but it has been quite quiet so it's one I'm going to be kind of watching but this name's mentioned nobody else really stands out right now Yep and Donnie anything to add to that? Yeah, I can't add much more to that. I think Aberdeen's season will pivot at the weekend. They've got a European game on Thursday and then the cup final on Sunday. If they win the cup, then that would give them a lift um, and some good fixtures to follow. If they lose, fingers crossed they do, then it'll be the start of a slump and uh, a potential change of management. So for me, I'm not really that positive about Aberdeen. I think, as you say, Hearts, Shankland and Cochrane, exactly two names that I would uh, promote. If I have Shankland in my team, I wouldn't worry about the Celtic fixture. They look good for a goal uh, at any time, so I wouldn't panic with that one. Uh, St Mirren in the derby against Hibs. So, you know, 
if you've got them, hold with them. If you want to move to them, don't be put off by that set of fixture because, as I say, they have lost um, a few goals of late. Aberdeen, there is value there. It's just whether you trust the form. And for me, um, it's a no. That's right. Uh, next fixture, then, we have Livingston nil, Hibs 1. Um, and it was Boyle with the goal. Um, Boyle got two assists the previous game week as well. So I think it could be time to, to consider... Um, the uh, the fixtures are, are in their favour. They've got St Johnston and Ross County next. However, they do blank in game week twenty one, so that's something to to keep an eye on for now. Um, Lewis Miller um, could be an option as well when he turns. He's a high scoring defender and offers opportunity at both ends of the pitch as well. Um, well, game week. In 23 is a little bit underwhelming. They've got Rangers and Kilmarnock, so you could almost write that one off as a single game week, but um, we'll need to kind of see close to the time form it is. For Livingston, I think they're still in the void for me. Um, Kelly is really just in there to be um, a cheap asset that you put on the bench and hope that he can come on if he gets a return, more, most likely um, a penalty. But uh, all in all, uh, an avoid for me. Donny, what, what do you reckon? So, you know, COVID's hit Tom hard when he's starting to recommend Martin Boyle. <laughs> good to hear. Um, yeah, so Hibs are actually <laughs> a good run of form at the moment. Uh, four wins out of five. Uh, and I think they've got pretty good fixtures. Um, St. Johnson and Ross County before the Hearts game. So I'd be quite happy to back them. Defensively, they've been a lot more sound as well. Um, so there could be value there. I think it's only Boyle that is the standout uh, of late they have players that come and go, but Boyle should be on penalties as well. Um, is certainly hitting a rich fair form. Livingston, we'll discuss in more detail, but I think that's five from the bounce now. They've lost. The fixtures aren't great either. Um, it's it's one to stay away from. But no, a good win for Hibs. Yep. Peter, anything to add to there? You considering Boyle now? Uh, I've got Tavares in my team. Again, he looked quite lively when I saw him, but again... Donny's going to touch on the double, so I'm not going to listen, but it's probably a void. Uh, Boyle, maybe at some point. Yeah, it's probably the type of Gorham, I suppose, but I'm wary of... I'll just stick with it. I like the look of Tavares and the highlights as well, so maybe give him a little week or two before I move on that. But Defensively, they look more solid, so it could be. I think their defenders are quite pricey, but compared to most, so I'm not too sure. Nothing really stands out. Boyle does look better, but he does look more involved, looks fitter, so it could be a chance to move on and maybe you'll get a couple of balls at him. Mm-hmm. Um, next fixture then, we've got Motherwell 1, uh, St Johnston 1. For Motherwell, it was Beareth that scored with an assist from Bear. Um, and for St Johnston, it was a Mugabe own goal. Uh, St Johnston in a void, um, still for me. Um, they do have a double game week in 18. It's Hibs and Rangers. I don't know, I can't really see them getting much there, to be honest with you. Um not when you're relying on own goals to, to get points. Um, Motherwell um, kind of went off the boil a little bit. Um, Bear managed two shots on target um, and got the assist. Um, but Beareth seems to be the most likely source of goals just now. Um, he's obviously not played much this season, but uh, he's chipping in fairly frequently and is a sort of cheap third striker option. Um, Spittle, um, he's not really providing much. I think he got in a an assist within maybe the last five or six game weeks. I probably wouldn't be returning there until I see more sort of consistent returns. 
we obviously know that he's got it. Um, but um, until we start to see uh, anything there, I, w- I would be avoiding him for now. Um, but I'll come to you first this time, Peter. What, what's your thoughts on Motherwell and St. Johnston? Well, I got that last minute, some jam, 10 points off the bench for Beerus. I'm happy with that. I've quite liked him, but Motherwell's in poor form. I'd have liked him maybe with a form, but take an uptake, and then he might have been involved more. So he's a hole for me right now. I agree with Spittle. I think there's better midfield options out there that he, Spittle's not really shown form. Motherwell's probably close to a manage, management change as well, so certainly watching this couple of weeks, especially through this busy festive period. St. Johnson have looked better, but when I was looking through the team earlier on for like maybe double transfer options, there was nothing that stood out to me at all. So again, it's like, did you bring one in? One game's against Rangers, so you could probably mark that off as a one game, like you said. You might get lucky where there's nothing that's, it's not, I don't think it's worth a risk to me, potential a risk. I'll leave it to Donny and he's dive later on, but <laughs> there's a, I know the two teams, there's nothing there that stands out. I'm, norm, I'm normally a fixture head, but it's FBL in there. I'm going, he's got two fixtures, go for it, but it's one of the games I'm going, no, I don't think so. But again, we'll digress to later. Yep, Donny, anything to add there? You're stealing my content. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> two two teams out of form. Um, it's almost inevitable it was going to be a draw, but Beareth is the probably the most prominent third striker right now. He's probably one that you think, mm, should I move on him? And then he scores and, and you hold him. So for me, I would stick with him. There's nobody else in either team that stands out. Uh, they both play Rangers in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, so no, I would just I would just stay clear. Of both of them. Yep. Um, next fixture, then we have Rangers three, Dundee one. For Rangers, it was Dessers at score. Tav got his penalty with an assist, which was won by Seema, and then Seema got the third goal with an assist from Tav. Um, for Dundee, it was um, Bakayoko that scored, and uh, also of note, uh, Sifuentes uh, managed to get a red card at, at half time. Um, Seema now seems to be the preferred striker. Uh, he managed two shots on target in this fixture, and obviously Tav got his his usual haul. He also hit the woodwork too, um, so don't captain Tav at your own peril. I think um, vice captain perhaps you can chop and change, but I think Tav's perma captain for now. Um, we can't really nail down a consistent Rangers midfielder option, but I'll be interested to hear what what Donny has to say. Um, I don't particularly fancy double defence either, but um, I'll be interested to to see what you guys have got to say. For Dundee, um, they're in decent form. Um, I think it's been, a, they've been a, the surprise team of the season, um, considering they've only just came up. Um, Bakayoko, uh, still a decent third striker option. Um, if you're looking to go cheap, um, you've maybe got more options now if you're going to move off Kyogo, which is perhaps a talking point for, for later, but we'll keep that for now. Um, Beck, also a decent option. Um, he's been in good form and, uh, and I'm starting to slightly regret going for, for Shaughnessy. Um, but I'll come to you first, Donny. What's your thoughts? So Rangers managed to close the gap at the top of the table this weekend. Um, of course, referring to penalties awarded. Um, it was pretty much a game of two halves um, for Rangers, undone by the, the customary early goal from Bakayoko. Uh, he's probably the other third striker um, that I'd be looking at. Um, if you don't have be this or you can't afford to move to him, then I think Bakayoko um, is a danger man. Um, but Rangers back into the game quite quickly, so um, Dessers um, getting on the goal sheet. And there is a question about him as well, so 
I'll, I'll save that one. So Aaron Donnelly is the latest player that wants to own a Rangers top with a pool on Sima and Tav for the penalty to make it 2-1. And then Sima, who was hotly discussed last week, uh, made it 3. The game then turned on, on that red card. Can't really have any complaints. Um, TV always makes these tackles look worse. Um, but, you know, Rangers will just have to do without him for the next couple of games. I don't think that one will get overturned. Into the second half, the 10 men, I mean, Rangers weren't really troubled, but they didn't really do much at the other end either. Um, from the fantasy point of view, I think we've all moved to Sima and we're getting rewarded. Um, but you've also got Dessers up top as well, so we'll we'll discuss that in full a bit more later on. Beck wasn't in the squad for this one. Uh, I don't know if that was just through illness or injury. Mm-hmm. Um, their upcoming fixtures do include Aberdeen Celtic, so... If you are a back owner, I'd maybe see what the team uses this weekend. Uh, put him on hold and bench him because he certainly has value. Um, and that's somebody I've missed out on. For Rangers, they played Europe on Thursday and then the League Cup on Sunday. Uh, they do have a good run of games after that. They've got St Johnston, Motherwell and Ross County. However, you're not going to get any team news for the Rangers games. So you're just going to have to... Either stick with what you've got or take a punt. So Sima, Tavernier, and one other. In terms of the defence, I should have seen in the stats, Rangers are the best team defensively. I'm sure they've got about 10 clean sheets, um, which isn't bad. Goldson was only rested at the weekend. He's certainly not injured, so he could go there. Um, midfield probably is only Cantwell um, as an option. But as Peter said, he was unlucky not to get returns because he did everything, including score. Um, at the weekend, unfortunately, it was chopped off. But no, it was a, a, a good result, uh, considering what happened on Sunday. Yep. Peter, anything to add there? Nope, I agree with the Bakayoko. Bakayoko? Bakayoko? How do you say his name? Bakayoko. Bakayoko. Comment, he's probably the, one of the two cheap options available for up top, him and Beerif. Beck was injured, so didn't make a squad, so I just want to watch because he's been good value. But if he's long-term, it might be time to shift off him elsewhere, but I'll wait and see. Seema, is, I took minus four for Seema, so he returned the favour, as Donny tweeted me saying Peter loves a Celtic, but hey, you need to go for what you think's going to happen. Cantwell was pretty annoying because he did look all action, pretty close to a couple of assists, didn't happen, his goal was cut off. Tavernier's Tavernier, and like Donny says, you don't see the team news, so I think you just need to go for tried and tested. I don't see Tavernier getting dropped any soon, I don't see Seema getting dropped anytime soon, and unless by injury, I think Cantwell will play most minutes as well. Um, next fixture then, we have St Mirren 2, Ross County 0. Um, for St Mirren, it was uh, League own goal. That um, was the first one. And then a younger uh, got the second with an assist from Tanza. A younger um, out of position. Um, he was an early season favourite, a midfielder playing as a striker. Uh, he had three shots on target in this fixture, so perhaps uh, we should be getting back on him. Um, Nak Mani as well, um, the other striker at St Mirren. He also managed three shots on target, so perhaps he's throwing his hat in the ring as a cheap third striker, so something to, to keep an eye on for there. Um, Tanza, clean sheet and assist. Surprisingly, no bonus points. Um, not too sure where, where, where they went. Um, but they do have a mixed run coming up. Motherwell, Hearts, Kilmarnock, and then it's Aberdeen, Celtic, Rangers. Um, but perhaps some points to be to be gotten. It's certainly a team I'll be keeping an eye on. Um Obviously, last time there was concerns because uh, we thought Tanz was going to be out a bit longer. Strain was going to be, well, Strain still is out, 
and uh, those two guys are the the source of the attacking returns, the creativity. But um, they've not done too badly. Can't get too overexcited as it's Ross County who have had some mixed form, um, which we'll come to. Um, for County Brown, I think he's probably a hold just because of his price. He's, he's cheap enough, um, and they do face Dundee next, so perhaps there could be some goals there. Uh, as a Murray owner, I'm considering starting to move off now. Um, I do think there's there's better options available, particularly with with an increase in budget. Um, but that's really all I've got to say on that one. Peter, I'll come to you first this time. What's your thoughts? I was quite surprised by this game, actually. I thought Ross County looked really good under Derek Adams the last couple of games. A couple of wins, a couple of clean sheets. So, uh, St. Men looked back to their best. I was quite happy with Tanzer assisting clean sheet, obviously. Uh, so, I just want to watch. I'm, I'm obviously doubled up on this Ross County defence as it stands. The league law just is going to say and forget this this season. I expect, fully expect it to be the number two or three goalkeeper into the season behind Butland. And, like you said, Brown. A nice attacking fullback. I think when Ross County play well, he normally gets in about it and gets a bonus point and it's a point tackle point. So I'm happy to hold right now unless somebody else comes to the fore for the same value. And um, with St. he used me as a young guy. I just he would need to shoot more often to get in the same bracket as back of Yoko and Beeroff. And O'Hara's on the shot ball again and really there's another two point return on a 2 0 victory. As a player come up shortly, I think I'll be switching to. We'll get to the last game, Tom. Or I'm, I'm definitely getting back in, but on you go. Yeah. Donny, what have you got to add to that one? Yeah, so it was a good win for St Mirren. They'd lost three in a row uh, prior to this game, whilst the flip side was Ross County were, were going pretty well. So um, it probably was a surprise result, and maybe the own goal was just what they needed. Um I managed to get a seven clean sheet. I don't have defence, but I do have him in the goals. He did get a bonus point also for his seven points. So fixture wise, quite happy with uh, my defensive assets for the Motherwell Hearts and Kilmarnock game. I've got O'Hara, and for me, he is his time is up. I think you can quite easily get to Boyle um, from O'Hara, and I think that's the move that I would make uh, this week um, for Ross County. Of any team in the league, Ross County are the most at risk at getting games called off over this Christmas period. They've got a couple of home games coming up. So, again, don't load up too much. Uh, Peter, you might need a, a reserve goalie um, if there is going to be bad weather about. So just keep that in mind um, with Ross County because Dingwall is, is certainly one of the colder places uh, in the league to go to. But I think the names that we discussed week in, week out, Brown, Panzer, Hemen, they're all safe picks uh, at the price. You're going to get clean sheets. You're going to get goals against. It's it's just one of those games. But so men and back in good form, which is, is good to see for the game. Yeah. And it comes to our final fixture then. Um, Kilmarnock 2, Celtic 1. Um, for Kilmarnock, it was uh, uh, Nat Phillips' own goal. And uh, Matty Kennedy scored the second with an assist from Armstrong. For Celtic, it was O'Reilly that scored. Um, uh, Phillips' own goal. Uh, I'm, I'm not really too confident um, with Celtic's defence. Well, he's as centre-back. I think he's probably worse than John Joe Kenny that we got <laughs> from Everton. Um, I, don't know what's, what, I don't know what it's with these Premier League guys, but they're not great. Um Shane Duffy was excellent. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no chance. Oh, he's, I've, I've chose to forget about him. Um, Kyogo, Kyogo was... Um... 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Bench to get in this fixture as well. Um... We, we do have um, the, uh, the Feyenoord fixture midweek, so we get a chance to, to have a look and see how he's playing there. Um, I'm not too struck on, oh, he did seem to miss chance after chance on the weekend. So if uh, if Kyogo gets a start during the weekend, manages to put in a decent performance, I think um, things could switch back around again. But even if he gets back in the start in 11, I'm, I'm still not overly confident that he's going to be producing week after week. I mean, he, he hasn't done so for, for, for many weeks now. So uh, I'm not too struck on Kyogo or O just now. Um, O'Reilly, uh, he's a different kettle of fish. Um, he was top up for shots on target in this fixture with three. And he seems to be so, Selig's most likely source of goals at the minute. Um, so I do think he's a decent vice-captain option for those that are looking to sort of experiment with the, uh, the vice-captaincy week to week. Uh, Palmer, he hit the woodwork. Um, as did Armstrong. Palmer is on penalties, but otherwise he's he's really out of form, and he, he, even he's on a shaky peg in my team. Um, Armstrong, for for me at Kilmarnock is a season long keeper. Um, he's the third highest scoring midfielder in the game, and he, he does have a few barren spells, but I'm fairly confident he'll, he'll come back and start to get uh, consistent returns. <coughs> um, whereas the likes of sort of Spittle and um, O'Hara, as previously mentioned, their barren spells seem to last for, for a lot longer. Um, so for, for me, he's a hold. Um, Kelly, I was surprised to see, he's actually um, the fifth highest scoring midfielder in the game. He just seems to kind of chip away with threes and fours. And as, as mentioned last week as well, Armstrong managed to get the three bonus points despite not getting any attacking returns. So he's one that kind of chips away week to week as well. Um, 
but I'll come to you first this time, Donnie. What's your thoughts on this fixture? <laughs> so, yeah, Gershaw Ancelotti with his third victory over the old farm this season. A result I'm pretty sure nobody saw coming. Um, and it blows what was never a title race uh, back open. So, as a Rangers fan, it's good to see you struggle. Um, certainly given the start we had to this season. So I missed out, as I said at the start, I missed out because I forgot to change my vice captaincy, so I left it on Kyogo. The worst thing was my two options were Sima and O'Reilly, both of which returned, so that's when I've lost my ground this week. Um, I think Celtic, for, for all accounts, were all over. Uh, Kamarik in the first half, O'Reilly with a goal. To me, he's the, the player of the season uh, so far. Um, he's contributed goals to what he was you know doing last year with assists, so um, he is a, a permanent fixture in, in my team. Whatever they had at halftime, it just took stuffing right out of them because, you know, credit to Kilmarnock, there's not a lot of teams that would come out and attack um, Celtic like that when they won, were 1-0 down and the OG and the Kennedy winner just uh, gave us all a lift. Armstrong, uh, I touched on him last week because I was surprised he got three bonus points and despite not scoring and assisting, he got three bonus points again today. So that's six bonus points in the last two games plus the assist and it's obviously his, his other points that he gets. So for me, he's a must-have. If you're Swithering um, on O'Hara, Boyle, Armstrong should be the first first name on there. He is the talisman. He'll have quiet games, but if you can do that against Celtic, then it's, um, you can do it pretty much against any other team. I think Celtic, for what it's worth, do have good fixtures to bounce back. Hearts at home, Livingston at home. You know, Hearts will, you know, probably come out and, and try and hit Celtic. But I think Celtic have, you know, comfortably beat Hearts over the last few years. I don't see that being a problem. And Livingston are bang out of form as well. So if you wanted a good run of fixtures to pick yourself up, then I think that's the ones to go. Uh, if I had enough transfers last week, I probably would have brought a new as well. It was the, the right move. Uh, however, him and Johnson weren't really doing anything. If Kyogo returns, then that's good because I've already got him on my starting 11 and I would just hold him for that reason. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. You do get team news on Celtic, so the flip side of Rangers, you do see the team news, so you will be able to make a judgment call on that. Kelly, they do have up and down form, but Livingston and Johnson and St. Mirren are all you know, teams that they should um, be an equal uh, level with. Armstrong, as I say, is a hold. And for me, it's really pleasing. Good good end to the weekend. Uh, happy with it. Peter? <laughs> yep, as I looked there on, I was watching Danny Armstrong for this whole game and just realising how much he's involved and everything goes through him. And it was gave me the fear as a Celtic fan and B... As I'm not holding him in the fantasy football assets, he's definitely my transfer in. As you said, Tom, I think he's a season hold. He's just so much assets to points. He only scored a goal in the first half as well, off the bar. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just he's going to come in and sit. I, I can handle the occasional blank, but he offers so much more than O'Hara does or a Spittle does. So he's going to come in in my team. So I think we're atrocious. I went for the old move. That was second part of my minus four. He did outscore Hoover Hash by one point, so every little victory, I suppose. But I don't see him staying in the team long term. He doesn't offer the same dynamism as Kyogo. So you do get team news, as you said, and I'm quite happy to take another minus four, take Kyogo back in if he's starting. Uh, it's where I'm going to fund it, so other issue. Kumarok, it's just Armstrong. I don't see anybody else I'd like to bring in. I know you said Kilty's ticking along, but you don't want to double up the midfield, do you? So I'd rather have Armstrong mm-hmm. over Kumarok. And with Celtic, you can only trust right now, in my opinion, O'Reilly. 
I know you're not keen on Palmer, Tom, but I think that is just an off game. I think Palmer has been quite good in the last five or six games overall, and I'm quite happy to hold him through. Yep. And then, uh, concluding then, uh, we have our top ten of the game week. Um, coming in at number one is obviously Tavernier um, with 13 points. Seema second with 12 points. Ayunga um, with 11 points. Beareth with 10. Tanzer with 9 uh, Thierry Small with nine. Boyle got nine points. Hanlon got nine points, as did Matty Kennedy and Armstrong uh, in there with eight, which gives us no goalkeepers, four defenders, three midfielders and uh, three forwards. So a um, few unusual names and a few um, usual kind of consistent guys in the form of Armstrong, Tanza. Uh, Bereth has been in there more frequently uh, and obviously Tavernier and, and Seema. Anything to add to there, Donny? No, I mean, I've got quite a few of those, but it's the ones everyone else has got as well. So you're just holding your own. Uh, it's trying to get, like, to the b If you've got those in your team and they come good, that's how you'll get your gains um, in this. But as I say, I was busted with my vice-captain this game week, so just unlucky there. But I think Peter's got quite a lot of those as well. So. Yep, I had five of them there, so I'm quite happy with that. Still a red arrow, but... Not only one place. Right, we've got the questions in. Dive, please. Oh, dive first, Donnie. I'm <laughs> Danny, Tony, dive. Go. No, it's okay. Uh, so I've actually named this one. I don't normally name a deep dives, but this one's called Double Trouble. Um, so game week 18 sees a, a double game week for Livingston and St. Johnston. So we'll take a look at the fixtures and obviously the best of the rest. So we've got Livingston at home to Kilmarnock and then away to Aberdeen and St Johnston are at home to Hibs and then away to Rangers. Livingston are currently bottom of the league, five defeats in the last five games. I think it would be naive to expect anything from Livingston in this two games. They then play Celtic uh, the following game week, so I wouldn't really load up um, just to try and make the most of these two games and then have Celtic the game week after. Um, form suggests that they're just not worth looking at, so I don't see that happening. Uh, for me, I actually own two Livingston players. I'm only going to recommend one, and that's Sean Kelly. The price he's at and the returns he can get, you know, you should start him, see what see what happens. I do have a Livingston defender. I'll probably just put him on the bench because uh, I've actually got some Johnson defender as well. Uh, if they get four or six points, then okay, fair enough. But for me, not really much in that Livingston team. St Johnston, well, they're second bottom in the league, so we've got the two bottom teams playing twice. Uh, again, the form is patchy. Um, they had a couple of good results, um, but the fixtures, Hibs and Rangers, not ideal um, in the slightest. So, again, probably just an avoid. They do also blank in game week 21. So, again, if you're going to load up in St Johnston, you're going to eventually miss out um, come the end of the month. In terms of the other fixtures, we've got Aberdeen at Livingston, Celtic play Hearts, Dundee, Ross County, Hibs, St Johnston, Kilmarnock, Livingston, Motherwell, St Mirren, Rangers, St Johnston. So for me, and Peter touched on it, as much as it is a double game week and there is points to be had, unless it's nil-nils or Sean Kelly goes wild on penalties, it's probably not one to invest in. Um, as I say, it's the two bottom teams in the league, so we probably shouldn't go pinning our hopes um, on their recent form. So that was all I really wanted to discuss. It is a double, but it's not a double. Um, Peter, have you got any double game week players on your team? 
No. Uh, toyed about it last week, bringing in the def- uh, St. Johnson defender, Ben Borowitz. The only one yeah. you mentioned is Kelly, a midfielder, but I don't even think I'm going to go there. He's your best bet because you get a penalty that's nowhere and then you would be laughing with the two possible yeah. points. But I, I, I don't think so. I don't see that's, how you... If I bring yeah, to load up with our team of St. Johnson and Livingston player... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't think there's much to get from this one. Tom, have you got any double game week players I, in your squad? I've just got Kelly. Um, but I don't even know if I would put him in my start at 11. I would probably just have him as a the, the bench trick option just because... The returns, actually, yes. the returns at Livingston have just been few and far between. Um, but I, I'll, I'll hold Kelly for, for the time being. Um, yeah. But I think considering getting rid of, if budget remains the same, because I've still got quite a bit of budget, I could upgrade him to um, a slightly better midfielder. Yeah. Of all the players, he's, he's probably the one that sticks out. You make a price rise out of him and then you can... Ditch him, uh, ditch him the week after. So it's a double game week, but it's not a double game week. If you invest in it, good luck. If you avoid it, then you've probably done the right thing. So that was all for that one. Some people do well at it. Some people have a decent decent result, and some people do well at it. To me, it's just not worth the risk this time. No. Right, now we're going to questions this time. <laughs> so first up, it's from APL Liger. Looks like it's time to let Kyogo go. This is is the pick Shankland or O slash Beeroff and who's the best vice captain next week? So we'll leave the vice captain till we get to our own vice captain because that's normally who we pick. So Donnie, would you think team that Kogi go? Bear in mind you've also team news on Saturday, so is that dependent on whether he goes or not? For me, if he starts at the weekend, then I've already got him in my team, so I'm gonna hold him. As I said, Hearts is a is a good one to uh, target because they are quite attacking and they will create space. I'm in the, the Tom camp with Mayovsky. You know, I think he is due a goal. Uh, whether that's just blind faith, um, we'll have to wait and see because he's not certainly getting played in the same way that Ange played him. Uh, and it's certainly harming his, his form in that respect. But I will hold with him. Uh, obviously, if he's not playing, it's quite easy to, to switch. But having him, if he starts, is, is going to be good because I then obviously don't have to, to make that change. So I, I will stick with him. And would you recommend Shackland Beerus? That's who's going to go. Yeah, both both on form. I think if Kyogo didn't play, then I might look at Shankland. Beerus is a great third striker. Um, Bakayoko, the other one. So no, he's he's on the right lines with those names. Any further comment on that, Tom? Um, I I don't have Kyogo. I got rid of him this week for Sima. Um, even if even if Kyogo starts, I don't know if I'd be rushing back. Hearts have been pretty good defensively. Um, even though they are quite attacking as well, I don't, I, I, I just don't trust it like to, to to get hauls just now. I mean, we'll see how things go midweek. That might uh, influence my my decision, but I, I'm not going to rush back until I start to see a bit more from Selic. And in terms of the um, Beerith or what was the other one again, Shankland. Shankland. Um, I pref- my, my, I would prefer to to have Shankland over Beerith, but. Um, Shanklin's fixtures aren't aren't as good just now, but I don't know if anyone's going to score for Hearts, it's going to be him. So I think yeah. they're probably fairly fairly equal, but I probably slightly edge Shanklin a bit further just because of his FFS pedigree. One thing you add that uh, Maeda is back full training, so if Maeda comes into the team for the weekend, then that would probably offer more 
style of play that suits Kyogo. So that's one to watch. It's not always about the players, mm-hmm. but who's playing about them. Because that means you can get rid of the, the muck like Mickey Johnson, Yang, and <laughs> another failed winger experiment this season. Right, next up is from Old Melbourne himself, Mourinho, 1968. This is for Donny mainly. Is Dessers a viable fantasy option given looks like Danilo will be out for some time? Yeah, um, you know, despite the feeling amongst the Rangers fan, uh, there is value there. He's getting to get game time purely because there's nobody else. Uh, if you haven't already moved to SEMA, um, then there is the option there. The problem is it's SEMA and Dessers, whereas a lot of the other teams in the league, you've only got one headline striker. Uh, and although Sema is playing out wide, he, he does drift in and, and can cause trouble that way. So you're unlikely to have both. Um, but if you've got Danilo and you need to move, Dessers is a good choice, Sema is a good choice. Um, just go with whatever budget allows. But they'll have game weeks where Sema scores, Dessers doesn't, and, and vice versa. But it's certainly an option. Tom, Dessers, on your watch list? Um, perhaps, yeah, yeah. I do, my, my preference is Seema. I feel like Seema is a little bit more proven. Um, and although he's not had as, as much minutes at the start of the season, um, the new manager does seem to to, to, to like him. And uh, he is performing well just now. So my preference would be Seema. But Dessers could be an option. For me, it's not right now. It's still Seema, but it's one to watch and see if he can have a bit of strainer form. I'll ignore the Donny cheeky comment where he tagged in Lockie Hyatt. Go to the next question. <laughs> FPL Shoreham. So can I cover this, but I'll go through anyway. Is it worth starting other players over our usual bench players who have done well recently? Example, back of your quote, Brown, etc. Tom? Uh, no, I don't think so. I've previously mentioned I'll probably just keep Kelly on the bench and have him. I'm, I'm assuming he doesn't have more than one Livingston player. Um, I've not seen many teams that have two, so... If you're using the bench Some, trick... Somebody sitting in the room who's right now has got two ladies to play. Yeah. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> yeah, I'm a Johnston player. I'm, I'm all set for this game week. Um, nah, I don't, I don't think I would do it. I can't see them getting too much. Um, even if they get lucky in one of the games, it's pretty much like having a single game week anyway. And if you've got the non-playing player, then they'll come in if they, if you, if they manage to do hit some form and clean up. But for, for me, I, um, my preference is the guys that are in form. I like the non-playing playing angle. I quite like that. If you're not too sure, you can bench him and you can make you can, that keep a difference to a two-point or a four-point to come off your bench, I suppose. Donny, your thoughts? Are they players? Are you start them all? Are you bench them? No, no, I definitely won't start them all. I'll, I'll start with Kelly and probably put the other two defenders on the bench because then what you're hedging your bets at is that you know, over those two games, uh, they might just get four points, um, but then you might just have a... Uh, defender who's going to get two points so uh, you still make a game there if for any reason they get a clean sheet then obviously you're, you're laughing but you're not, I wouldn't go looking for these players uh, in terms of trying to get returns if you've got them start Kelly, bench the rest and then you'll get you know lucky maybe if not you're not going to lose ground on anyone else Okay, and uh, last question is from James McLeod at commander underscore kilt if you still had both oil cards left, anything to the dead end into doubles this week, the work of it next week, or does it know as neither team have many fantasy assets? I think we've all looked to that. I think you'd be off your head doing a wheel card this week and coming out to the next week. Agreed, Donnie? Yeah, absolutely. This is not the really game week to invest in a wild card. Um if you look ahead, James, to game week twenty-three, 
that's one you want to fill your boots. Um, I think it's going to be um, points galore for that one, all chips in play. And then you could always use the other one uh, come the split. Um, so no, definitely not this week. Good that you've still got your two, um, but don't use it this week. Save it for January. Yeah, agree, Tom? Don't do it? No, not this week, no. 23, 23 definitely. Right. Um, That's a resume. I'd, I'd be more inclined to use the second wild card after 23 to try and rearrange your, your budget again. Yeah. If you're spreading funds onto your bench and your second keeper. Because, um, I don't know, the, the split in previous years has always been quite underwhelming for... I mean, Donnie, you were advocating... Uh, having the two wild cards and being free free to use them whenever you wish, just because having a wild card six games before the end of the season, where some things are decided, it wasn't that beneficial. So, yeah, um, that'd be my approach. Right, okay, fixtures, and then we'll get your captain choices. So, double game week, as we've mentioned a few times for the podcast. So, we'll get team news this Saturday for five games, I believe. So, we've got St. Johnson Hibs, St. Men Motherwell. Roscoe to Dundee, Livingston Kilmarnock, Celtic Harps, so that's all you're able to three o'clock kickoffs. And then you've got Rangers and St. Johnson Wednesday and Aberdeen Livingston also Wednesday. So upon hearing those fixtures, Tom, what is your captain, vice captain, and transfer plans? Um hold on, let's get the app up here. I think I'll be sticking with Captain Tav, just as I mentioned, Perma Captain. Um Vice Captain, given they're playing St. Johnson at home, it's probably going to be SEMA since I've had some success there. Um, transfers, I'm not too sure. I'm fairly happy with my, my start in 11. No. I've got two transfers, that's the thing. No. <laughs> Man likes to um, save us up. I don't know. I've got, I've got, um, I'm not that fussed about having Indaba, and I do have a little bit of budget, but I'm reluctant to spend the budget in case I ever want to go back to Kyogo. Um, but I could look at uh, upgrading Indaba, but uh, I'm going to have to ponder that one. I'm unprepared. Oh, I'll right. think about that. <laughs> What's your plans, Donny? Uh, so I'll captain Tav. At the moment, I'll vice-captain Kyogo, but I'll just see what happens in terms of team news. And the one change I will make is probably take out Ohara and swap them in for Boyle. Uh, I think I'm going to get value out of that change. Right, so I'm Captain Tav, Vice-Captain C, Mr. Stans. If I see Kugel starting, and if he plays well midweek, I might do the double burner again and take out a midfielder for Kelly. So that's like a minus two, because he's playing twice. This is in my head again. And bring Kugel back in. If Kugel isn't starting and he's still on the bench, then I'll just stick with O, and I will probably look to move O'Hara or Tavares to Armstrong. So that's the kind of plans. And I'll have plenty of team news to see it, so that's us. Right, well, that's us finished. You might get your plugs in for head out, Donnie? I am at FFS underscore Donnie. And Tom? I'm at FFS underscore Scout. And I'm at Fantasy Half. So once again, you have got till this evening to be interested in the FFS Royalty Rumble, or it is shut. Um, again, thanks for listening. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.